Hi, this is Ron Gilbert, and welcome to the weekly Thimbleweed Park Stand-Up Meaning Podcast. And this week, I am joined by David Fox. Hey there. Gary Winnick. Hello. And our extra special guest, Octavi. Hello. Uh, before we go around and do our little stand-up meeting, uh, since this is the first time Octavia has been on the podcast, uh, welcome. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, so why don't you uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself? Um, you're obviously an artist on the project, but you know, how did you get started in art and how did you get started uh, with games and all of that? Yes, well, uh, well, I'm an illustrator from Barcelona and I've been working as a children's books illustrator for four years now. And last year, I decided to change a bit and start this little project about pixel art, about pixel art illustrations and all that. And well, uh, I've been a bit lucky because uh, people seem to like it. And, and yes, and I'm, that's what I'm doing right now. And, and at the moment, well, uh, this is the, the first game that I'm working on. So it's been a great experience so far. Yeah, your stuff is great. Your stuff is really good. I really like your. Thank you. I like. I really like your pixel art. Yeah, I think. I think it's 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 wonderful actually. And uh, I was going to ask Octavi. So, um, you're in Spain, right? Yeah. How's the weather? <laughs> Gary always <laughs> asks us how the weather but, is. Well, we we haven't seen winter yet here. <laughs> it's it's been a a very weird uh, year because it has been very warm. So yeah. Uh, it's pretty warm here right now. To, to be winter, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. California will get around to stealing your water sooner or later. So, uh, Gary and David, have you guys ever been to Spain before? On my list of countries I would most like to visit. Yeah, I haven't. I've been, I've been all over Europe, but I've never been to Spain. Italy's <laughs> also on that list. Yeah, I've been to Italy. I've been to Italy. It was a very, very short trip. It, it's actually supposed to be beautiful there. And I saw somebody on Craigslist trying to sell an entire village for $240,000 in Spain. <laughs> so I was thinking, hey, you know, after we're a big success on Thimbleweed, Ron and I'll just buy a village there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started with the podcast. Uh, why don't we start with David? Okay. So last week, I continued working on Chuck's room in the mansion and finished it. And that turned out to be probably the most complex of all the rooms I've had to wire just because Mark did a lit version and an unlit version. And there are so many objects that each one had a lit and unlit state and they had to move and they had to have different states. And our system is generally not set up for that. Um, we have like easy ways to do open and closed states, but not open lit and closed lit and open and so on. So that took a lot longer, but it looks great. Yeah, next game, let's just do it all during the day. <laughs> I just yeah. do it at night and it can all be black. Just and little eyes that move the, around. All the light switches are glued on or something. <laughs> <laughs> or, or off, either way. That doesn't seem to work. <laughs> yeah, well, in uh, in Dolores' room, which is what I'm working on now, I just we just said, no light switch, Mark. She doesn't have a light switch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you got to do with Mark. You just got to tell him, there's no light switch, Mark. Yeah. And much easier to do this one. And I'm mostly done with that. I have to do some animation. And uh, the other part that all this is going towards is the flashback that Dolores, Dolores' flashback. And that's probably about two-thirds or three-quarters done. So I just have to kind of get the the end bit and a couple of conversations in the middle. Um, I got Now that everyone on the blog knows and who listened to the podcast last week, um, nose glasses are now working for Ray and Reyes. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> and uh, that's about it. 
I think that was in the. I think that was in your contract, wasn't it? That we had to have nose glasses in the game. It, it, absolutely, yeah. I think it's paragraph six, subsection two. I had to give up the wetsuits, but but we did get the the nose glasses. You were yeah. a tough negotiator. Um, next week, um, continuing with Dolores's room and and the flashback, and I should be able to finish that up. All right, uh, Gary. Okay, so um, I've continued working on some character animation. And the other thing, which, you know, relative to game, the, working on the game itself, and I actually know that this is a huge distraction for Ron, is that aside from working on the game, Ron is continuing to work on things like, you know, the um, voicemail and those kinds of things. And so there's a number of other things that we're working on that are ancillary in addition to working on the game. So I've been working on a number of things that are promotional as well as continuing to work on animation and icons. And that's pretty much where I've been for the last few weeks and expect to be for the next few. Yeah, I feel like I spent the last probably two weeks, I have spent far more time working on non-game related stuff with the game rather than actually working on the game. Well, you revamped the website and you have been working on getting all the voicemail stuff up and working for the phone book. So that's a bunch of work. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, it's, it just seems like there's all of this stuff that I'm doing and I just, I, I wish I had like a full week that I could do nothing but just, you know, program on the game and do nothing else. Uh, I imagine you'll get there soon. <laughs> Maybe. I think that's what weekends are for. Oh, that's right. Weekends are for working on the game. Yeah. Well, it's really hard because we've gotten so much snow up here in Seattle. that It's like on the weekends, I just want to go skiing. Actually, there's Ron talking about the weather again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that's your job, Gary. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my job. And, and to say, um, you know, other stuff that's non- nonsense that has nothing to do with the game. Yeah, we have to talk about comic books at least once every six months. What do you, uh, did you, do you already talk about what you're doing next week? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, same crap I'm doing this week. <laughs> I I sometimes I like tune out during the podcasts because I know I'm going to have a listen to it five more times while I'm editing it. So I should probably pay more attention, shouldn't I? Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, working on like, you know, stealing Ron's bank account. Uh-huh. Good job, Gary. Keep it up. Uh, so, Octavi, what uh, did you do last week and what are you working on next week? Well, the, these last couple of weeks I've been working on backrooms. I've been doing rooms for the hotel. And, well, I've been working closely with Mark, who has been helping me a lot with, with great feedback and, and advice uh, to make my style uh, to be a bit more consistent with his. And, yes, and that's pretty much what I'll keep doing these this next weeks, I guess. Uh, I have still, like, five or six rooms to make. So, yes, I, I think uh, I, I will keep working on it uh, for about two weeks or so. So how do you find trying to match Mark's style? Because I know that it's, you know, in some ways it's very different from, you know, your normal yeah. style. So how are you, how are you finding uh, doing that? Yeah, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I feel like I'm working a bit slow right now because I'm, we are working step by step with Mark to get it right and all that. But, well, I, I think it's working fine now and, and I'll be able to work much faster from now on. So, yeah, it's working great. Yeah, your stuff's looking great. It's really looking good. I was talking to Jen, and she got the lobby uh, of the hotel all wired in yesterday, yeah. and I ran around in a little bit, and it's, yeah, it's really nice. Okay, is that it, Octavi? Yes, that's it. Okay, uh, let's see what I have been doing. Uh, 
I've been doing, like I said, I've been doing a lot of uh, non-game type stuff. I sent out all the email to the people who had backed at the voicemail level yesterday. So I've just been, uh, you know, working on some weird kind of last minute bugs that have shown up uh, with that. But I think all the emails are sent out to almost 4,000 people now. And it's it's really fun to see all the voicemails. I've been going through and listening to some of the voicemails and they're they're really funny. I think it should be a really fun thing to have the have the you know the phone book and the voicemails in the game. So I've been working on that. Are we going to have an achievement for someone who listens to every single voicemail? Oh, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> I assume that that you know a bunch of these are not in English, right, Ron? Uh, I would say. I mean, I haven't listened to them all. I mean, there's several hundred voicemails that have been submitted so far, uh-huh. but I would say you know at least of the ones I've listened to, probably ninety percent of them are in are in English. And then you know. Are we going to be able to sort of, you know, check the content of the ones that are in foreign languages? I guess we're going to have to get people to translate that stuff for us or something. Well, we don't need to translate it because the voicemails are always going to be displayed in their native language. They won't be translated, but we will need somebody to just go through and listen to them. I mean, that's one of the reasons that I limited it to the voicemails need to be in, you know, French or German, Spanish, Italian, just so... You, because we're we're doing the game already in those languages, it's easier for us to get people to review the voicemails. Where if we allow any language, you know, we might have to go track down somebody that you know speaks Russian or speaks you know Arabic or speaks whatever to to listen to them. He was cursing in Klingon. <laughs> I should have done that. I should have added that as one of the. <laughs> I think I'm going to go do that. I think we should allow Klingon. So I was doing that kind of stuff. We also kind of started to look at uh, casting, just like the first first pokes at doing casting stuff. So uh, I did a little bit of that. And the text translation, I got the tool working that does all the text um, extraction. So we can now pull all the text from the game and get it into spreadsheets and manipulate it and update it and do all that. So I got that working. That's kind of good. It was It was pretty quick. It didn't take me long to get that working. But I had, I think I said this last week, Boris did a quick translation of one of the rooms in German, and I translated the verbs in the UI and everything into German. So there's one room in the game you can actually actually play in German. And I got the controller stuff. I did the blog entry last week about the controller. It's it's really it's interesting because it, we really sat down and started to play the game with the controller, you know, not just testing it, but but actually trying to play the game, and it just uncovered all sorts of little issues. So. The game pretty much broke on the controller, so what I'm going to do today is go back and fix all those little bugs uh, so we can do like a complete playthrough using the controller. So I think that's probably going to be a lot of what my next week is. And I want to do a play test with an outside person where they play only with a controller to make sure that stuff works. It's interesting when you look at the blog, how many people respond to certain things. And I was really surprised to see that, you know, over 100 people have already responded to like the, the um, controller blog with their opinions about it. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it's anytime we post a blog entry where, you know, we either asking for people's opinions or it's about something that people have strong opinions on. It just generates a lot of comments with stuff. And I kind of expected that with the controllers. Because it it is the kind of thing that people are passionate about at some level. No, it's I mean it's it's neat to read the stuff, and there you know there were a couple of really good suggestions in the comments of stuff that I've already integrated into how the controller code works. You know that people had. There there's um something else we tried to do is to have Rob go through the entire first act, and try to add some tweaks in there so he could do that. And so far, 
he can't. <laughs> so we're getting close, but not quite there yet. Yeah, I think there was one one major puzzle that was missing, wasn't there? Yep. That we we completely forgot about that puzzle until he until he got to that little blocker. Yeah, so I figured that I wasn't going to remember everything. So, all right, is that it? Thank you, Octavie, for joining us. Yeah, thank you for for inviting me. <laughs> and I will talk to everybody later. Bye bye. Okay, we're done. So I have a question about wiring the purple meteor. That's another game, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this your like spoiler thing that I can like tag on the end? <laughs>